0: Hi, this is Roberta Fallon. I'm here today at the Galleries of Moore radio station, TGMR. And today I have with me Imani Roach, who's the new Art Blog Managing Editor. Hi, Imani. Hi, Roberta. And Brandon Washington. Hi, Brandon.
1: Hi, good morning.
0: Good morning. Uh, Brandon Washington is the son of Ron Washington. Ron is the late owner of Ron's Ribs, the very famous Ron's Ribs that was on South Street between 15th and 16th. Um, It's no longer there and Ron was immortalized on a mural on the Royal Theater across the street from Ron's Ribs along with other neighborhood royalty and jazz royalty that played at the Royal Theater. The Royal Theater is no longer there, it's been demolished. Um, The mural is gone and we want to talk to Brandon, and Brandon wants to talk and tell the story of the mural and what it meant to the neighborhood, how long it was there. It was there, ten years. Is that right? About yeah,
1: just about ten years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the, the mural was there about ten years, and um, it it kind of paints a picture of what was there before all the the new came. And I I always felt it, you know it. It was a way to show what was there before because the people that were there before put a lot of work and effort into developing the community that was there like Miss Jessie's on there and she was very instrumental instrumental in the South Street West Business Association and they pushed for a lot of the advancements that occurred in the corridor you know like getting the lights put up uh, putting trees down you know just stuff to beautify the area to get more people to want to be a part of our community and um my father he was very instrumental in a lot of that as well you know I know from experience uh he was rarely around growing up being you know an entrepreneur but also being so active in the community and wanting to do, help the community and get it going to to what it was when he was a kid there you know my my father grew up in that same area and you know he used to tell me stories about what was and how you know gonna be it's gonna come back. It's gonna get back to us you know its former glory. And um, he used every resource that he had to try to make that happen while he was here with us. So, you know, I always appreciate the mural for that because, you know, he he deserved that. And then it also for me and my and my family, like my extended family, we always, you know, recognize that mural um, as a representation of his uh, Dedication, you know, to the community, and he was. How
0: was he it. depicted on the mural? Just, was he depicted in a he had a an suit apron? On. No, he had his suit on, you know, and, on. and he was, looked like a the professional, a businessman, the businessman, business
1: absolutely, absolutely, you know, with his big smile on his face, with which is what you know he was known for. He was known for a lot of things, but one <laughs> of the things he was known for was that big smile and you know good vibes, and. uh you know, did he
0: do the cooking though? Sometimes or? he did
1: whatever he needed to do when it needed to be done, you know. And but he was he was more than just like a restaurant owner. He was he was he was a figure. He was he was someone that you know our community aspired to resemble, aspired to emulate. Like me personally, I always wanted to be my dad. You know, people wanted people want to be you know the next Steve Jobs or the next Bill Gates or I wanted to be Ron Washington because. I grew up seeing what Ron Washington did, what Ron Washington uh, uh, was able to accomplish. You know, for an African-American male to have his own business, you know, that was a big deal, especially a food business. A food business, which is, which is, which is hard, harder than most businesses.
0: Most restaurants don't last, you know, three, four years,
1: over. Gone, gone, you know. Like, when I tried, I, in 2013, I tried to bring the restaurant back. I said, hey, I got all the original recipes and everything. And you know I couldn't get anyone to invest with me because of the simple fact that restaurant businesses aren't very successful, you know. And as I as I tried to you know revamp the business and you know acquire uh, resources to to make Ron's ribs what it was again, you know, I I just learned and learned a lot about you know what my dad wants to went through to make it happen, you know. And it just gave me a sense of pride. And but about the mural though, you know. One of the things I I, I mentioned to uh, to Liz, or one of the reasons I felt like it should be up there, because you know I have peers, my friends have, have said like, "Yo, like that's your dad." I'm like, "Yeah, that's my dad," and it's like, well, you know, who was he? he was like, well, he, he was he wasn't just this; he was this and that and this and that. And you know, people w- respected him and like thought wanted to be him. I have a, I'm a best friend acts like he knows him, and he never met him before. Never met him before, but every time I, you know, he talks about my, my dad more highly than I do, and he's never met my father. Is that because you talked to him about,
0: you told him the stories of your I've dad through the years? i told him the stories, the and he,
1: and, you know, and all the things that my dad taught me and what he did for people, and he was just like, you know, I want to do that for my family. You know, my dad was the patriarch. You know, he comes from a big family, but he was, he was the go-to guy, you know, if you needed to get something done, and he was the go-to guy in the neighborhood if you needed to get something done.
0: So how did he get to be Ron's Ribs? I mean, that's not putting it correctly, but did he start out wanting to be a restaurant owner?
1: So my dad, he was, he comes from like a, we we come from like a family of entrepreneurs. His grandfather, um, his grandfather was a blind man. Hmm. Yeah, he was a blind man. He had 14 kids. And my dad was his grandson. And... Out of those 14 kids, he bought up a bunch of properties throughout the city. And in those properties, he put pool halls, beautician uh, beautician shops, and uh, barber shops. So all his kids worked in the shops. And my dad was kind of like his apprentice. He would have him, you know, do all these things. You know, collect the money or, you know, talk to this person, do that person. So That's always, remarkable. Yeah, so he always had that entrepreneurial drive, you know. And then uh, he went to school and... You know, he started working for MAB. He became the regional director for MAB Paint. That's
0: the paint, yeah. The
1: paint company. And then he had an opportunity to get the building next door. So he grew up in the building next door to Ron's Ribs.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And Miss B, which was the former owner, Miss B, BB's Longside Barbecue, you know, she was like, you know what, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And my dad hopped right on. He said, Miss B, I, I want it. Let me have it. And Miss B sold it to my father. Well, to to my parents really. My mom very influential in, in acquiring the building. But, so uh, they
0: acri- acquired the building and also the business.
1: Well, this is what happened, right? So my mom and my dad bought the building with the intention to turn it into uh, three apartments. But my dad had alternative motives. <laughs> you know, my dad was like, "I, I want to do the restaurant." My mom was like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious?" But my dad had all. He was he was in the process of building his little. He wanted to do a hot dog stand or something like that. But then he got the business, and what he did, he hired everyone that was there before, <laughs> and B told him, taught him his, her secret sauce, and then my dad just changed the name from BB's to Ron's Ribs. You know, there's a video I posted on the the Ron's Ribs web channel, um, on Ron's Ribs YouTube channel. I apologize, uh, and it depicts. What the area was before—it was a documentary, a documentary type piece that they did to show, you know, what was and what, what and what it came, what it became in, during 1995. So during 1995, the area wasn't what it was. The area was very run down, mm-hmm. and it just kind of glorified what it was. And, and in the video, he talks about how he acquired, he acquired the, bu- the mm-hmm. business and about you know what was going on, because it was it was a very central location. You know, for a lot of fun activities, especially because of the, the Royal Theater. The Royal Theater. Which was
0: still open at that time, 1995?
1: Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't open in 1995. But when, when my father was a, a a youth, I don't think it was open. I, I believe it wasn't. Okay, that's all I can remember.
0: Maybe when he started Ron's Ribs, it was still open?
1: Mm, possibly. I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, the business opened in 1984. I don't know when the Royal first closed down. But, um... I know that the area was what it was because of the Royal, because the Royal you could you know there was a movie it was a movie theater during the day, but then at night or during special occasions they'd open it up to uh, like talent shows or it was a theater you know they they would do plays. My my grandmother she used to sing there and she sung at the Royal as a
0: soloist or yeah as a
1: soloist like when she was a kid you know and. You know that was always her 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 little story, man. I could have I could have traveled the world to sing it, you know. She'd sing and whatnot. And uh, you know. Did any,
0: Did anyone record her singing? Nah, no one no. recorded her singing. Mm-hmm. She just put her
1: record on and she just sing away. But uh, she went to see Billie Holiday there.
0: Oh yeah, my gosh! Billie
1: Holiday was there. That's I think that's the the biggest mural that that's on the on, on the royal mural. And. Um, There's another gentleman on there who was a jazz legend around the area. I forget his name, but he's in the the video, too. And Miss Jessie, man, she had her shot for generations, you know. My dad used to tell me stories about that as well.
0: So she was the head of the business association for the neighborhood? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. her and my father kind of, like, tag-teamed. Like, you know, they were... I mean, there was a lot of other me- members, influential members, mm-hmm. like Jim Campbell and uh, a couple other guys that I can't recall. But like like Jack, the owner of Bob and Barbers, you know, they all were, mm-hmm. like, invested in, you know, trying to get the area going again. We're trying to do what it's doing now, you right. know. And, you know, they were. They, I feel like they've been successful at that.
0: So when did that <clears> – <throat> at one point the city wanted to make a Crosstown Expressway yeah. right up yes. South Street? Yep. Yep. Wh- when did that happen?
1: So that's actually, that's from what I've been told, that's what drove everyone out. So what I, you know, they, they were talking about putting the vine Street expressway right there, Oh, like, you know, that, that yes, area yes. they were gonna do it, put it there. And when they found that, when people found that out, everyone left, everyone left. And, you know, from there, it just, the, the area just started to decline. And that that's what, and then you had those. You maybe you might have had like six businesses where you, there was a there was a business on every storefront, you know. And you know that, that's what happened.
0: But someone must have ro- risen up against that. I would guess that.
1: I mean, it didn't happen. Jesse
0: and the business owners probably rose up against the city because it didn't happen.
1: Right. Right. Went yeah. to Vine Street instead. We went to Vine Street. Yeah. Tore up
0: Chinatown instead.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that part of history. I wish I did, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. You know, I there's a, the conspiracy theory is that you know it was planned so that the, you know the residents could move out, so the value could go back down. So when it was time for its center city to expand, you know, people could just do what they're doing now.
0: Right, develop and charge a lot for rents.
1: Which makes sense, yeah. you know, as you, that which only, which you can imagine you know everyone centralizes in Center city and then you know when the population rises as we as generation after generation you want to have an area to expand to so why not pick the one of the closest area to what's called South Street west today
0: it's a beautiful location
1: absolutely very central location it's like I feel like it's like the burbs downtown you know like it's a very you know,
0: it's th- walkable. You can walk just about anywhere from anywhere. there.
1: Anywhere, but then you don't have. If you're in the right area, you don't have all the the, the traffic. You know, you mm-hmm. it's very residential in certain pockets of it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and very communal. It's one thing I like about the new area. It's very very communal. You know, like, so
0: people talk to each other. Neighbors know each neighbors other.
1: Know each other. Or, you know, you got the you got. And then with technology, you can't not know each other. You know,
0: <laughs> Facebook, Facebook,
1: and- Instagram, all that. And I I just love to see its growth because. It's taking. They're taking care of an area that's close to my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's my home, mm-hmm. not just my house. The, the whole area is my home.
0: So, what do you think is the future for Ron's ribs?
1: Well, me, me, and my, we can't. Me and my brother, we just can't let let the business go. Everyone in my family has uh, sweat, blood, and blood and tears to, you know, in one way, shape, or form. So, me and my brother, we're we're gonna start branding the sauce because that was like that was our secret the secret salon, secret sauce BB secret sauce and um who's we, making the sauce me and my, me in your kitchen in, in the kitchen of the restaurant oh, yeah. that's yeah. great yeah yeah. and
0: bottling it too
1: yeah that's the goal you know I mean I'm a school teacher and'm I'm, I'm having a kid in in November oh uh,
0: congratulations yeah so
1: you know my pockets are a little tight but uh that's that is my direction i'm I'm doing a t-shirt campaign you know to try to get some some more funds coming in and uh, I'm doing a couple of things to try to help the community and keep the family business going. So,
0: so it's in your blood, that barbecue sauce. Yeah,
1: that barbecue (laughs) sauce. As a matter of fact, we're serving next, uh, next Friday, we're serving a rib taco at Tico's taco as a special. We're going to try it out.
0: A rib taco. Ron's rib taco.
1: Ron's taco. We're going to call it Ron's taco. We're going to serve a Ron's signature sauce with, with some delicious rib meat and Oh boy, we'll that sounds that good. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, and hopefully it goes well. But um, yeah, sounds
0: like to... you better make a new television commercial.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that I think I, I that was one of the plans. That's one of my plans. When my kid comes, I'm gonna do the same thing. We're gonna.
0: All right, tell us about that commercial if people don't know what it is.
1: So if you go if you go to the website, I put it right on the website. Ron's tell Ribs. Ron's Com. Mm-hmm. Go to ronsribs.com, Com, and on the front page, is, there's me as a little baby, and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this very cheesy 1980 style commercial, which wasn't cheesy at the time. I was, it was pretty hip, you know. And I'm just one years old. I got my my Ron's ribs apparel, my painter's hat, and my my overalls and my Ron's rib shirt. And I'm tearing up this rib, it's just smacking. And you know, I'm getting interviewed in the commercial. You know, check out uh, check out check check it out. it's it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, it's
0: hilarious, <laughs> I do have to say you know because you're sitting up on a table yeah kind of covered with sauce it's
1: covered in sauce
0: and oblivious to the lights and the camera and the just man who's trying rib. to interview you
1: yeah yeah just just enjoying the he's asking me you know i'm I'm supposed to be a rib kind of source so so in the in the commercial he's like he he says uh so brandon uh tell me about the ribs or something along those lines and You know, all you hear is drum, 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 drum. And then at the bottom, you see captions saying, these ribs are great. Yeah. It's it's, it's quite comical.
0: Do you know how that got made?
1: Um, What's the
0: story? Because it was very
1: well done. Yeah, the gentleman that I think interviewed me, he knew my father some sort of way and said, hey, I want to make a commercial for you. And my dad was like, sure. Why not? You know, and that's what happened. Everyone thinks that... My my dad's that guy, but he's not. That's not my dad. My dad had glasses, but that was not my dad. Okay,
0: I wondered yeah. about that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually, I believe that was the gentleman who wanted to do the commercial for, for my father. So, yeah, that was that was a funny commercial.
0: Well, I hope you do follow through and do another commercial for your
1: sauce with your son. Uh, it's, a, it's a girl. It's gonna be a girl. Oh, it's a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's baby girl. Great. But uh, you know, we'll switch it up a little bit. She's still my rib, you know. <laughs> She's Still not real.
0: Uh, that'll be wonderful.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, all right, so let's go back to the murals for okay. a minute. Okay. So what's going to happen to those murals? They're murals that were painted on wood panels. Yeah. And they've been removed.
1: Yeah. Um. So th- what I've been told is that they're going to try to, I don't know if they're going to keep in the original work or if they're going to uh, redo the work, yeah. but they're going to put the, the murals inside the building. Some sort of way
0: in a public space, so if you people from the neighborhood want to go in, and I didn't.
1: I didn't pry, I didn't pry, but you know that's that's what I was told. So we'll see, you know, we'll see, you know things happen, so we'll see how see what happens, you know. Hopefully, hopefully it does. Hopefully, you know. And if it doesn't, then maybe maybe I'll put a mural up somewhere. Who knows, you know? What you a know? great
0: idea. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, you know. Because I just, I think it's important, you know. A lot of people don't realize, like. The meaning behind Ron's ribs, like you know, they think oh just great ribs, but um, you know, ribs, the ribs aspect, you know, ribs, you know, you know, the story of Adam and Eve, right? You know, God made uh, Eve from the the rib of Adam. So my dad, he's like, you know, you're my rib. He he sat me on his lap one time. He's like son, like you know Ron's ribs mean. I'm like what that? He's like, it means it means it means you. It means it means your mom. It means it means you know your brother. You know, it means your your cousins, your aunts, like, you know, the community, the the area. You know, that was the ribs. It was it was all it was all for the community, for the you know. So, which made a lot of sense. Yeah, that's why I wasn't mad. He wasn't around a lot, and when he was, and I just tried to make the most of it.
0: Did he have a sense of humor? Your dad?
1: My dad was the funniest guy you ever met. Was he? My dad was hilarious. Oh my gosh, like it was always fun time. We just. We would just, we would always have I mean, he had a little, he had a quick temper every now and then, but who doesn't when I mean, you're a businessman, you know? You get stressed out, but he was so funny. Listen, you watch the video when he talks about the restaurant. He, he's cracking jokes in there, and he just, he's, he, he was hilarious. And then he just always had this smile on his face, like, from ear to ear, man. My dad was great. Such a good guy. Such a good guy. And, you know, growing up, and learning people learning from people about their experiences with him that's what they say you know i i may have had like one or two maybe maybe one or four comments about something negative about you know his temper but who doesn't have a temper or you know who you know, who doesn't have their ways in a sense but everyone says he's a good dude despite any of that you know he's always a good dude a good guy and uh, you know that's something i always wanted to emulate as a, as me, as in me
0: so, it sounds like he was teaching you all the way through life, you know, teaching you about what ribs mean and probably a little bit about how to run the business. I would guess you uh, worked at the business. Yeah,
1: um, I was attached to my dad since birth, you know, like that was, a, it was a gift and a curse, <laughs> you know, but uh, literally he taught me so much and, it, and like this like stuff, you know, you, you, your parents, they teach you stuff and they don't, sometimes they don't tell you why, you know, and then you, you don't learn those things until you, like, you mature, and you're like, wow, I need... Like, there's so many things I wanted to, like, understand about my dad. Like, if he really meant for for these lessons to be taught in certain ways, and... But he always tried to instill everything he could in me. I mean, it makes sense, though. He, he was diagnosed with heart failure, like, mm. right before I was born. Mm. Yeah, so... Or around the time my brother was born, one or the other.
0: Are you the oldest?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm the oldest. And, um... You know, he, I felt, and so did my mom, felt like, you know, he tried to do as much as he could while he was around, knowing what he was leaving behind.
0: That's like a curse, knowing you have heart disease. It's yeah, tough.
1: Yeah, he uh, he taught me a lot, and I appreciated every bit of it, because, you know, he, literally, he would take me to his meetings. He would take me out, you know. The people knew me as Little Ron, because I was always on his shoulders, you know. And, um, you know, I have so many memories, and I, and I made such, I made so many connections, and I have s- such a large extended family from from him. And his, uh, oh, he's just a good dude. He's a great guy. Man.
0: I think he needs his own mural. Yeah. I think you gotta do something about that. Someone should do something. Someone listening out there, please do something about this. <laughs> we need a mural, Um, but you said you're a teacher yourself now, so yeah. tell us a little bit about what you do in your spare time other than making taco sauce.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, um, I so from from growing up in the business, you know, other than like developing my my, my communication skills from taking orders and trying to get tips from people, um, I also did a lot of the graphic design for my family or for the business rather. And from there, I got another job doing graphic design for another business that was a family friend of my father's. And, then, and how
0: did you learn graphic design?
1: And I, I taught myself. You, you taught know? yourself. I taught myself when YouTube, when YouTube first came out, you know, my boss would say, I want this. And I'd say, how? He's like, I don't know, you figure it out. And I'm just like, okay. And I did, you know, cause he wasn't gonna pay me until I did. So I did, you know, and I, I ended up uh, going back to school. I mean, going to school. And I uh, got my degree. I got a bachelor's from my dad's alma mater at La University. And um, then I, 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 did, I worked in IT for a while. And, and I, I did, did graphic design jobs. I, I'm still freelance graphic design here and there. And then um, you know, I realized it just wasn't as fulfilling as other, the other professions out there. So I decided to go into teaching. And I became a teacher. I found the fellowship program, went, went through the, the Woodrow Wilson Teaching Fellowship, went back to school. Got another degree in teaching, in teaching, and um, here I am today, I'm going to be teaching at Hamilton West High School, teaching four sections of graphic design and one section of woodworking.
0: To what age group?
1: To high schoolers. Oh, tough. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun, it'll be fun. I'm going to make it work, make it work, (laughs) man. So we'll see what happens with that.
0: Okay, well, but you're teaching, which sounds kind of like what your father was doing with you, and you're carrying on the family, if not the business, the tradition.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, now, nowadays, the need for entrepreneurship seems to be in high demand. You know, like everyone, essentially, if you want to make, if you want to, you know, live comfortably, you you got to have some sort of entrepreneurial skills. You know, if it if it's, you know problem solving, that's really what it's about, you know, using resources to fulfill problems, you know, like, I need to eat, well, you need to make money to, or you need to, you know, barter service, you know, let me do this, if you, if I do this for you, can I do this, can you do this for me, you know, and that's really the basis of entrepreneurship, is what, what kind of skill can you provide someone that you can get something back, you know, and, you know, graphic design was always a great skill to have, always a great skill to have, and and now problem solving's a fun one too. You know that's that's a rare a rare skill. So if you're listening, learn to problem solve. <laughs> learn to problem solve.
0: Good words of wisdom. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Definitely. You talked about the importance of community to your father, um, and also his relationship to Miss Jessie yeah. in the neighborhood. I'm wondering now that you are sort of a rising community leader in that neighborhood, who are some of the other people who you see yourself working with or being in community with to sort of, you know, help shape the the neighborhood. Oh man, there's so many great people in my neighborhood now. It's like, it's like who who don't. You know, it's like who 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 do I see myself not working with? Like, and that it's rare. You know, you got like Matt from the Quit Fix. You got, you know, Marcus you, from uh, he's the president of the South Street White Business Association. You got all the business owners. They're so cool. Um, you got like you got people like Liz or is it Liz? Liz, right? Yeah. You know, and you know she's phenomenal. You know, she just she's just a she's a good per- great person too. You know, she's was always been very polite and she's like active. In on our Facebook group, you know, she's—I think she's a moderator.
0: Can you say who Liz is?
1: Uh, she's a project manager for the reconstruction of the, uh, the Royal? of the Royal Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's she's doing that, and we're also uh, who else is in the neighborhood? You got Mr. Hari from Govinda's, great dude Jack from Bob and Barbers. Um, I'm trying to go down the list, and you know, it's just. You grow up with these people, and you don't even, you just. I think I think of them as family, you know. That's really what it comes down to, and I mean, they they're just as invested in the community as I am, if not more. And I think you know together, them alone they'll be they'll continue to do great things for us, you know. Oh, and Ori Finebush she did a lot for our area. Uh, I think I'm pr- I think I'm, I'm slaughtering his last name, but uh, Ori from OCF Realty, yeah. Uh. You know, he when he once he got in there, you know, a lot started to change. You know, and I've always I've told him like, dude, like thank you, you know, you didn't thank you so much. So, yeah, I could this you got, uh, Sosna Sosna, they do a lot. Um,
0: South of South, South Neighborhood so- Association. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, they're 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 from what they were, what they are now. It's just you know, it's just so many good things going on. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. I'm happy to see it. And I think my dad would be really proud and happy to. Proud and happy to.
0: That is a wonderful note to end on. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Brandon, Mm -hmm. for speaking with us. No problem. it's my pleasure. And everybody go watch the commercial on Ron'sRibs.com and go look at the YouTube video.
1: The YouTube video. Check us out on Instagram. Um, Ron's Ribs on Instagram.
0: Buy t-shirts and come out on Friday.
1: Come out this Friday. Uh, Not this Friday. Next Friday.
0: Uh, Oh, next Friday.
1: Next Friday. Next Friday at Tico's Taco, 1627 South Street. For? For Ron's Signature Taco. Or Ron's Taco, rather. Right? Ron's Signature Sauce.
0: Okay. Thank you. Thank you.